Hello, welcome to the Healthy for Men podcast, the official podcast of Holland and Barrett's in-store magazine. In this episode, we speak with health and fitness coach Edric Kennedy McFoy about his transition from a meat-consuming bodybuilder to a plant-based yogi. We'll look at some of the nutritional aspects of adopting a plant-based diet and some of the challenges you might face when giving up animal products. I hope you enjoy. Okay, today we're talking vegan nutrition. Uh, we have with us today Edric Kennedy McFoy. Edric, welcome. Thank you, Tom. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks Excellent. for inviting me here today on the show. It's our pleasure. Um, you look great. You look healthy. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel amazing. Um, I feel energized as always because I'm powered by plants. Fantastic. <laughs> well, we will be talking um, everything plant-based in this conversation. Okay. To get us a little bit um, of an idea of who you are, um, can you tell us your story and how, what led you to be uh, a plant-based health and fitness coach? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, my, my, um, whole life or my whole training life, I started training when I was 15. Mm-hmm. Um, my cousin in the States got me into it and it was all, you know, a heavy meat diet, you know, whey protein, uh, um, yeah, drinking lots of milk. It was just protein, protein, mm-hmm. protein. And, and that's what I knew. That's what worked for me. Well, I thought it was working for me at the time because I was seeing results. You know, I was training hard. Uh, I was growing. I had a good shape aesthetically. I, I felt good. I felt energized. Um, yeah, so it was all good. And um, later on in my life, um, so we're going back just over three years now, um, I I went on a date with a, with a girl. It's always a girl involved, isn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I told you. Um, who was who was vegan? And you know, my initial uh, thought mm-hmm. was frustration. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, what are we gonna what are we gonna eat? Like, you're vegan, but just she, oh, she said we can go anywhere. You know, I'll I'll find something anywhere. I said, oh, fine. Yeah, so we went. Um, interesting evening. She didn't push her veganism on me. She didn't. In fact, she didn't mention it at all. And at the end of the night, just out of curiosity, I said to her, so, um, like, why? Why are you vegan? I'm just, I'm just mm-hmm. curious. And, and she said, I don't think animals should have to die because we enjoy the way they taste mm-hmm. when we can live without eating them. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah. Fair enough. I thought, you know, I thought that was noble. It's very um, rational. Exa- exactly. But I, I didn't think deeper into it. Uh, she then uh, challenged me to to watch like a couple of documentaries. Um, I watched the documentary, which was um, Earthlings. Mm-hmm. And my mind was blown by what I saw. You know, I saw um, the farming industry. Mm-hmm. I saw cows being slaughtered, I saw pigs being slaughtered, I saw chickens being electrocuted and their beaks burnt and mm. slaughtered. And um, yeah, it made me question my morals. Mm. It made me question my my lifestyle. And, you know, at the end of the documentary, I, I, I asked myself, I said, Edric, do you think what you just watched is okay. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, nah, it's, it's far from okay. I actually had this conversation with myself. And, um, yes, I watched it again, back to back twice. And the next morning I woke up and I was vegan. Wow. So most people, I think, probably wouldn't go back to seeing that after having that experience, either because they'd be too afraid that they would question their morals too much. Exactly. Um, But, you know, it's brought you to that place where you know I need to do something about it. I need to change. Yes, definitely. um, The way I live. So what were the challenges of of, um, going vegan? Well, you know, initially, I mean, I didn't give it, I gave it little thought you know, I saw that documentary and the first thought was this lifestyle that I've been living now that my eyes are open isn't in, isn't in alignment with my morals and values. Mm. Therefore, if I continue on this path, knowingly, I'll now be causing harm to myself. Yeah. So I'm not in the business of self-harm. So I just went into it. My aunt had cancer at the time and that was you know, dominating my thoughts and mm. my mind. So I actually thought little about it and I, I just continued to, to eat as I did before, but eliminating the meat, eggs mm. and dairy. Um, yeah, so weeks and months go by. Um, my aunt passed away and I began, at first I felt really energetic and mm. really good about myself, but I began to feel... Like there was something missing, you know, there was something missing. And that's when I started to, okay, I've gone vegan now. Let me look it into the diet and let me make sure that um, my body's getting everything it needs. You know, I've eliminated meat from my diet. I know protein is in most things, but, you know, am I getting an adequate amount? I mean, I knew I wasn't, you know, getting an adequate amount of nutrients and, mm-hmm. and, and macronutrients and minerals. So um, I started looking to, looking into that, and then that took me into like more research. My mum died of cancer. My aunt just died of cancer. Uncles and aunts have died of cancer. Close friends have died of cancer. I started looking into the the health implications and and studies, mm-hmm. you know. And it was just everything I found was like profound. And I also think it's always good to look at both sides yeah. of the argument and. But straight away, I just think like vegans have got nothing to gain from talking to anyone about veganism, personal gain, whereas the industry gains from you eating meat. It's massive. Massive mm. billion dollar industry the, mm. the, uh, uh, in medicine, you know, billion dollar industry. You know, that again, from eating meat, heart disease, diabetes, mm-hmm. cancer, there's a lot to be gained. So, um, yeah, so I began to, and then the environment, so you start off with just, okay, this is, this isn't good for the animals. You know, this is, this is wrong. And then you look at health. And as much as I love animals, because I'm not like an animal lover per se, but they're a living, breathing species who feel pain, happiness, mm-hmm. you know, not similar to us. Yeah. It's quite yeah. a simple philosophy, isn't it? If yeah. something, you know, they at least have the right not to feel pain. Exactly. Exactly that. So there's that, but, but more than that, I love my own species. Like I'm a human, I'm a human being and the pain and suffering that I've endured in my life through losing my mother alone, mm-hmm. you know, the knock on effect 
my little brother was 12, you know, I had to raise him yeah. at the age of 22. Wow. My girlfriend at the time lost her father to lung cancer mm. nine months later. Her mum died two years later. So, you know, the impact, the knock-on effect that our lifestyle has, that then I feel like it's, it's my duty to at least pass on this information. Yeah. You know, and that's why it's important. The delivery is important. It's, it's important to do it in a loving and compassionate and understanding way. Because then at least I can say, I've, you know, I've, I've tried. Mm. I won't feel guilty if in six months' time or 10 years' time, you know, when the whole world knows, if your mom or your dad, mm. you know, had cancer and was dying, I won't feel guilty. I won't, if I didn't pass on my message, I, I would feel terrible. Like I didn't even try. And even when people are closed off to it, I'll still try, yeah. you know, because I know I was closed off to it. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, it's, it's very difficult to see even when it's right in front of you. Yeah. Because of the indoctrination, because of the conditioning and the belief system. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so did you struggle to uh, convince your friends that it was a good idea and your family? Was there any conflict there with people yeah, close to you? Uh, yeah, um, not a lot of conflict with um, family, although, you know, I did think I was crazy, but I've always been, you know, a bit of the crazy one. But on the flip side, everyone knows that I've always been a meathead, you know. I love, I love meat. <laughs> like if you gave me a plate of food with no meat on it, you know, it's like, where's the food? Where is it? <laughs> yeah, where, where's the food? Like, what, what are you giving me here? Um, but, um, yeah, I've got an aunt who um, was a doctor her whole life. She mm -hmm. retired recently. Like, she, she laughed at me as, as a doctor. You know, mm -hmm. she, she laughed at me and thought I was crazy. And um, it's only as I'm posting content on Instagram and things flag up. Mm -hmm. And she's, she went and looked, you know, for herself. And she's vegan now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and she spoke to me and she said, you know, um, in in her you know, profession, uh, the medical, uh, most of the training I received was, was all about medicine. Yeah. I mean, know? I suppose nutrition is really complicated and it's a whole new beast to, uh, exactly. a medical practice. Ex exactly. You know, but once again, as I said, if you just keep things simple <laughs> and look at it for exactly what it is, I, I think it's, it's quite clear to see yeah. that food is medicine. Do you find yourself now um, preaching the word of veganism to other people or what is your approach to, because obviously you, you believe that it's going to change and people are going to be more aware and yeah. I presume that you want people to definitely plant-based. Um, I believe in being the change that you want to see in others. You know, you can talk all you want, but people look at me, you know, people look at you. Now, if someone's preaching something to me, I look at them. I, the only time I actually, I mean, yeah, I put things out on social media, but when I come into contact with people, the conversation normally comes up because they've asked, you know, oh, I won't just, oh yeah, I'm a vegan. <laughs> did, did I tell you I'm vegan? <laughs> you know, um, the, the, the conversation will come up and. It's difficult know. not to though, isn't it? As Yeah, because food is such a big it's massive, part yeah. of life, you know, yeah. and then when it does come up, people look at, 
my physique, perhaps, mm. and energy levels and outlook on life. Mm. And they think, oh my gosh, he's, he's buzzing. Yeah, mm. he's always energetic. Like, as, and so immediately they think, oh, is it to do with his diet, mm-hmm. plant-based diet? And then I just give little bits of information. I think it's, it's important not to like overload people, mm-hmm. you know, just give them a little bit. like, yeah, it works for me because of X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. you know, um, I do it now because of the environment, because of animals, uh, animal cruelty mm-hmm. and, and my health. And I give them little nuggets. Health because this, I've lost X amount of family members. Animals, it's wrong. It's not, you know, it's not, um, I can't morally justify mm-hmm. taking the life of any living sentient being that, that, mm-hmm. that has every desire to live. You know, the environment, mm-hmm. you know, everyone knows it's destroying the, destroying the environment. So, um, and then just, just from that, it plants a seed. Mm-hmm. You know, and ideally I say to people, don't just take everything I say, you know, and that's why I plant the seeds, you mm-hmm. know, go and look for yourself. And then they come back and they ask a few more questions. And then it's usually like, oh, but it's so hard to do. Like, how can I just change? And I'm like, I found it exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Don't rush yourself. Don't stress yourself. You know, this is your journey. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the fact that you've got a willingness to, to change and look at the information is amazing. Don't go vegan overnight like I did. If, I mean, know yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I know that I can do this overnight. And even when it gets difficult, I know that for me not to do this will cause me more damage yeah. in the long run. But know yourself. If, if you know that you're going to struggle, then just have one vegan day a week, mm-hmm. you know, and I give them a few recipes, you know, and I give them a few, um, few more nuggets do this do that up your water intake Mm -hmm. make sure you're eating a balanced meal you can get your protein from here i give them just enough information that isn't overloading them and then they do that and then as the weeks progress every monday's vegan day starts to get exciting they start to cook food and they haven't cooked it before and now Mm -hmm. they want to try new recipes and now it's two days a week and now it's three days a week and starts becoming a lifestyle yeah exactly gradually and organically exactly and that's i think that's so important when it comes to sustaining the diet to eat the foods that you like Uh you know and just uh, take your time Mm -hmm. take take the pressure element out of it yeah if you slip up it's fine Mm -hmm. don't beat yourself up you know this is your journey you're on the path to change like embrace that you know, mm-hmm. be happy with that. I suppose it's just a series of tiny challenges. Exactly. You have to take bit by bit. And, exactly. Um, it doesn't have to be this massive thing. Um, so let's have a look at the, the nutritional aspects of yeah. it you know, as, a, as a health and fitness coach. Um, your book, which is fantastically written and, and um, it's very, it's very engaging, very informative. Um, it's really about, um, not jumping into it head first yeah. and taking it bit by bit. Um, We'll start with protein. Mm. Do you think that um, people are too obsessed with protein? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, the, the protein question is is one that used to come up mm. all the time. And it still comes up now, but a lot less than it did because I, I think that people are beginning to see now, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, once again, I used to think that I needed 
a hell of a lot of protein mm. to, you know, just repair my muscles. My training wasn't about getting big. That was a, a byproduct. I just loved training, you know, um, just to repair my muscles, to, to help them grow. You need X amount of protein. So when veganism reared its head and came into my life, I, um, I'd stopped training for a while. And, um, that's what I did. I was a firefighter at the time and, and lots of people, like colleagues, ah, oh, um, you've got those muscles, um, eating animal products, you know, cause we'd go out and people would comment about my physique and I'd be like, yeah, plant-based muscle. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll say, you've got those eating animal products. So, um, so I stopped training, you know, for a while. I, I took up running, which is something that I, I hadn't been great at, <laughs> you know, and I just found that, you know, my energy levels and my cardiovascular fitness that like, just picked up and I was losing weight. I mean, I still looked amazing, but I was losing weight because I, but I wouldn't put that down to lack of protein. Mm-hmm. I put that down to, I wasn't training. Mm-hmm. I was going to the gym and smashing heavy weights. Yeah. You know? So, um, I got down to uh, a size where I was like, Lean, slim, probably the same size I was when I was around 19, uh-huh. you know. And then, I, and then I put it out there to the guys. All right, guys, this is what I'm going to do now. You know, I'm actually going to, the proof is in the pudding. I'm actually going to see now, you know, can you build lean muscle and a great physique on plant-based protein, you know. So that was quite an interesting um, challenge for myself because mm. although I believed it from everything I'd read, the, once again, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You know, so let's see, let's see how I feel when, mm. when I'm lifting weight. So, you know, I, I, I cut my protein intake right down. What was I having? I was probably having, uh, maybe a, a, a gram and a half, uh, per kilo of body mm. weight. I just cut it right down. It was less than half of what I was having before. Yeah. And weeks by weeks, week by week, my body was growing. My body was responding to the weight. I still felt great. You know, my recovery was better. I, I looked better. My cardio fitness was still better. And, you know, so for me, that was the proof right there. And I sustained that for, you know, I think it was a good mm-hmm. eight weeks, 12 so What weeks. do you think it was about uh, taking animal products out of your diet that increased your, your cardiovascular abilities? And- I think, you know, with... With, um, like plant protein is, is natural, mm-hmm. you know, animal protein, you know, you're also getting like hormones, you know, you're also getting antibiotics, mm-hmm. you know, you're getting a, a lot of, you know, crap comes with that mm-hmm. animal protein. And people will look at that and think, oh yeah, but it's, it's got a complete amino acid profile. I said, yeah, but so has many plants. And the ones that haven't, you can combine those with other plant-based protein sources. And there you have your complete amino acid profile, minus the antibiotics, minus the hormones, minus a lot of crap that that isn't good for your body Mm. and causes you more damage than good in the long run, you see. So do you have to work quite hard to make sure you get those 12 essential amino yeah, acids. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say you have to work hard. I just, I'd just say your, your diet has to be planned. Mm. And just like anything, you know, when it's new, 
it's a lot of, oh, yeah, uh, writing this down. Okay, I need this and this, and I put this together. Mm-hmm. Just like going shopping as a vegan at first was very difficult. It wasn't planned. Mm-hmm. I'd go into a supermarket and I'd spend like an hour or two down there, you know, walking up and down aisles, reading the back of packets when it's like, no, plan your shop. This is what you're going to eat. These are the ingredients you need. Mm-hmm. Go into the supermarket and get those <laughs> ingredients. You know, so I, I believe that, um, planning is, is everything and, and takes out a lot of mm-hmm. the frustration that may come with, you know, with such a change because it, mm-hmm. It is. It is a big change, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a massive change for for people because, as we said before, food is so you know, entrenched in everything we yes. do. We talk about it. We do it all day. Um, so yeah, it becomes part of your identity. Yes, identity, okay. um, tradition, mm-hmm. culture. Yeah, you know, we food, bond over it. Don't exactly, we? So food we brings people together. And, yeah, you know. So it's yeah, it's a it's it's, it's a big change, and 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 you notice it because. Um, no, you asked about friends and family earlier on. Like, there are certain friends who, you know, I'd get invited to, you know, family events, close friends that I'd get invited to family events and barbecues and things like that. I, some of them, I don't get those invites anymore. Wow. Yeah. I don't get those invites anymore. And it's. Why is that? Because I think it's because, I, once again, I, I won't go anywhere and mm. bring it up and start talking about, oh, just killing animals and this stuff. It's a party. I go to a party to enjoy myself and yeah. spend time with family and friends. But there comes a point where someone's going to offer you something or someone who doesn't know you is going to say, oh, why don't you, oh, why aren't you eating this? Oh, have you tasted those burgers or something like oh. that? And, and at that point I say, oh, no, I haven't. I'm a vegan. Like, oh my gosh, you're a vegan. And then and the then conversation comes up mm-hmm. and then you start going into it. And even still with love and compassion, but I, I believe it, it makes some people around you, you know, feel like, you know, look at you, look at him thinking he's all righteous. He's trying to say that, mm. you know, I'm evil, I'm bad because I eat animals. People feel like they're being attacked. Exactly. By just you answering a, a question. A question, ex- exactly that. Yeah. And, and I believe it is, you know, it's because of, you know, the label that veganism has, mm. you know, and then you have got many advocates of veganism who are, you know, quite harsh mm-hmm. in their in their message and, and delivery but everyone's going to deliver it how they deliver it and mm-hmm. I just believe you've got to take what's for you and leave yeah. and leave what isn't you know you're quite empathic about people who um, do eat meat and they've just had that lifestyle and, and um, obviously there are certain people who, who say no you're you're inherently I don't want to say evil, but you're you're unempathic because yeah, you're course. not you're not considering how these animals are feeling. Yeah, um, you're just doing it for you and you're, you're selfish, and that's generally uh, that's the message from a lot of activists. Yes, um, but yourself, what we were saying earlier is just dig more deeply and ask more questions. Yeah, and I think that's a really important message. Yeah, I, I I think you know my main thing is you know we're all on our own individual journeys and I think what's most important about our lifestyle and especially health is that we make informed decisions Mm -hmm. about what we eat so in order to make those decisions you know you have to dig a little bit deeper into it Mm -hmm. you know you have to do a little bit of research like know where your food is coming from know the process that's involved in 
that meat or whatever it is getting onto your plate, mm. you know. And then when you've got all that information, if you so choose to continue eating meat, so be it, mm. you know. But I just think, and this is another thing about, you know, um, activists, activists, you know, who are harsh in, in, in their delivery. I, I, I believe that, um, you know, when people say, oh, I choose to eat meat, that, just that word choice, you know, implies consciousness. Choices is, is, it's a very philosophical topic, isn't it? Yes. Choice, you know, how much do we choose? Exactly. Do we ever choose anything? Do, exactly. You know, it, and it does. It, it, it implies a level of consciousness. You know, if you're, you know, if you've been brought up and, you know, and meat is something, you know, a meat, eggs, dairy diet is something that was given to you. We've mm -hmm. been conditioned, you know, some people's religion, most people's religion, mm -hmm. something that was giving to them, you know, and then you grow up and you never question it, you never look into it, and you then preach that to other people. You, oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a Catholic, I'm a Christian, I, I choose this, but you didn't choose it because, you know, if your parents are Muslim, you'd be saying the same thing <laughs> about Islam right now. You know, so same with religion. Exactly. Wherever you, it's very uh, dependent on location. Isn't yes, it? yes, you of know, course. Circumstances. Of course. So it's, it's very important to to look at your belief system. You know, mm. look at your belief system. Look at you know where it came from, and make an informed choice. You know, look at the food. Okay, this is food. This is the industry. This is what happens. You know. Something's not organic. It means X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. You know, these animals die and are slaughtered. You don't need to eat them to survive. In fact, you can thrive without them. Here's the evidence. Whether you choose to try it or not, it's your choice. You know, you've got children. You know, I think make an informed decision about what you give your children. Mm -hmm. My parents didn't have uh, the, the knowledge that's privy to us today yeah, we're in a different world entirely exactly you know we've got the world at our fingertips with mm. with the internet you know look at that make an informed decision like if you look at all you know the evidence the research mm. and then you just decide to give your children you know you know me eggs dairy then so be it but you're making you're then making an informed decision and that's my thing it has to be informed you know absolutely mm. Yeah. Um, one thing we, we touched on earlier is your energy levels. You're saying mm. how you are very energetic now and, and you feel perhaps more energetic than, energetic than you felt before. Yes. Um, one of the big topics, as I'm sure you've, you've, you've talked about extensively over mm. the last few years is B12. Yeah. Um, which is found in many animal products. Yes. Um, how do you get your B12 now? Um, why aren't you right now passed out on the floor? Yeah. Okay. So, um, so B12 deficiency is one of the first things that come up when, you know, people, along with the protein, you know, hey, where do you get your protein from? Oh, what about B12? And, it, you know, it's something I looked into. And again, it's quite a controversial, you know, topic. Mm. Um, I have um, plant milks that are fortified B12, nutritional yeast, but then I also take a, a multivitamin that has B12, you know. Mm. I think um, it can get B12, like, just on its own, but the, the, the dosage that you can, your body can actually absorb is, is a very small amount. Mm. So I do actually think it's better to get it in a multivitamin. 
once again for me when it comes to, to B12, it's something, one of the first things, you know, an aunt actually said to me, oh, make sure you're getting enough B12. So I just looked into it and it was a minefield, you know, so I just thought to myself, okay, I drink plant milks, so I'm going to get my fortified B12 from there. And I'm just to cover myself, I'm going to take a B12 um, supplement, multivitamin. And yeah, my energy levels like are always mm -hmm. high. I'm, I'm literally always flying. I, I wake up at, at four o'clock every morning, you know, and whether or not I'll go to bed between 10 and midnight, you know, most times 11, most nights. So you feel like you need less sleep than you did before? You Def definitely, mm. definitely. Like, I mean, I've never been, I mean, I've always been a good sleeper, but for me, like seven hours is what I used to get before. But now mm. I find I, I can thrive on four or five hours sleep. Wow. And I, I, I'll be lying if I said I just primarily put that down to plants, but I think a uh, um, combination of uh, plant-based foods, yoga, meditation, good nutrition. I always mm. say to like, my clients, my friends, give your body good news every day. So that news is nutrition, exercise, water, and sleep, you know? So I just think that those four things Winning combo. I give yeah. one of those to a new client. Just water. That's you know. a fantastic acronym. Yeah. yeah. Good news every that. day. Good yeah. news every day. Yeah. Brilliant. Um, the other thing that you talked about in your book, which is really interesting, is, is dairy. Um, you know, the philosophical aspect of a lot of people say, you know, it's, it's milk. It was made for baby cows, but mm. made for is again a bit of a you know dodgy ground scientifically because yeah. what is made for anything exactly. everything is you know is because of a certain sort of ontological system of yeah. things um but really you know we were kind of told at a life for a long time that you had to drink milk got milk yeah. <laughs> yeah, milk is the most important thing for kids and, and their bones yeah but now we know that it could even be, and this isn't confirmed, but there are studies that suggest perhaps the opposite effect it could be the other way yeah. yeah. Yeah, once again, there's, I came across like, like so many, like countless studies that suggested that. And I think you can't, you can't argue with the research, mm -hmm. but then I think it's important again to, to look into where that research mm -hmm. actually came from, look into the participants of the study because some people some studies use participants who have already got <laughs> ailments and you know just to get a um, persuasion for their cause mm -hmm. you know so I think it's important to to look at that but you know with the milk myself once again as I say to everyone the, the proof is in the pudding mm -hmm. I found that I had less injuries less aches less pains and the same goes for clients i've had clients who've had like many pains niggles who've had bad acne skin problems mm -hmm. who've who've come off the dairy and their their symptoms have have gone mm -hmm. you know and they call me oh my gosh you're you work miracles you're a doctor i said i said no it's just it's just, it's just simple that's yeah. you know i think it's like 70 percent of the population are lactose intolerant mm -hmm. but the, but then don't know it. Yeah. You know, but it's like... Which is massive, isn't it? It's, it, it it's, is. It's huge. Um, especially when so many of our, the, 
of what we consume contains dairy in it as exactly. well. Exactly. Um, so, what advice would you give to someone who was thinking about taking up a plant-based diet? Um, first off, I'd say keep it simple. You know, keep it simple. Eat the colours of the rainbow. If you're eating uh, a variety of different foods, you know, you've got so much less to think about. You're going to be getting all the nutrients your body needs. Mm. Get most of your um, calories from foods high in essential amino acid profile. Get most of your carbs, get your carbs, all your carbs from whole grains, fruits and vegetables. Get your fats from sources of unsaturated fats. Stay away from um, trans fats, you know, and then just back to keep it simple and eat the foods you like. I think it's so important. Like so many people, you know, they change their diet and, oh yeah, they get given different diet plans and I'm mm-hmm. going to try this, I'm going to try that. And it's foods, not necessarily that they dislike, but foods that they that they don't particularly love. Mm-hmm. So they're not trying to enjoy ex- food anymore. Exactly. So mm-hmm. I think it's so important to enjoy your food. And that's mm-hmm. so important when it comes to sustainability. Because once again, you can, you know, follow a diet plan for two, three months and then start, oh no, I'm getting bored of it. But it's all about, look at your lifestyle. Yeah. Look at, don't just look at the food you're eating. Look at your lifestyle. Look at good news. Remind yourself of why. That's a very important factor. Why you're doing it every day. I say that to my, my clients. I'm running a group at the moment that I started, um, um, along the line with Veganuary. It's called the Fit Vegan Challenge, Regain 60. And, you know, there are like five tasks to do every day. And, and the, the first task is to, to journal in the morning. Just for a couple of minutes, just write your affirmation, which is, um, I love myself enough to live a healthy lifestyle. Mm. I am an unstoppable force of nature and a magnet for miracles. And then you write, today I'm grateful for X, Y, Z. So starting your day with, you know, gratitude Mm -hmm. and affirmation. And then the first drink you have is a warm uh, cup of hot water and lemon, turmeric and black pepper. It's got amazing like healing Mm -hmm. benefits, great antioxidant. And then you have three meals a day, all plant-based meals. I've given my own recipes, which are balanced, but if you like, you know, cook whatever you want to cook, but keep in in line with you know getting most of your what just said a minute ago basically get most of your um calories from um and then exercise for 10 minutes minimum every day i gave a couple of workouts but if you've already got your own routine go ahead and do that and you've got to film it Mm -hmm. and post it in the group and that's for accountability and the last one is is breathing so the first day 30 seconds breathing you just close your eyes and you follow your breath you know I don't want to say meditation because some people freak out. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how to meditate, but I just... Meditation's too hard. I can't... Yeah. I'm just not a meditation person. Exactly, you know. It is quite simple, isn't it? It is. Just breathe, follow your breath. You know, in yoga, they say mm. a shallow breath is equal to a shallow life. And breathing is your um, primal life force. And I find when I get anxious or, or stressed, just to take one conscious deep breath... 
it just creates so much space and changes everything and you get out of your head because you can't think and follow your breath at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and those endorphins happen and yeah. you reset almost. Exactly. It's amazing. Yeah. And yeah. this is really, uh, it highlights the, the need to have a holistic approach, doesn't it? To, to health and well-being because nutrition is so important, but it's not necessarily going to bring you to your most fulfilling state. You need everything else. You need to appreciate things. You need to have that mindfulness and, and, um, that, you know, physicality as well. To definitely. Definitely. To everything. Definitely, I'm an advocate of a holistic approach. I said to you earlier that, you know, my, my clients, which were just, you know, gym based mm -hmm. resistance training, you know, like have predominantly moved on to, you know, part circuit training with weights, mm -hmm. part yoga, you know, and finishing off with meditation. And I just think that that creates that holistic, that's a holistic approach, that total yeah. fitness, you know. You were saying earlier that your, uh, primary sort of fitness is, is yoga yeah, right now, which yeah. is incredible because you look great. Yeah, you look you. like someone who yeah. is just pure muscle yeah. and, and you have this energy about you that, that's quite, um, intoxicating and, and, um, you know, to, to think that yoga, which, you know, I think we're becoming more aware that yoga yeah. it can develop strength and it's less gendered than it was, but yeah. it's still quite gendered. It's still like, um, it's still associated with spiritualism and yeah. femininity. But, yes, definitely. Um, but which isn't obviously the case. No, I, I, I once thought that myself. I mean, in fact, the first time I tried yoga, I just thought, yoga, that's, that's for, that's for women. Mm -hmm. isn't it? And it was years ago and I, I tried it and literally like over seven years ago. And the reason I didn't pursue it, right, wasn't because I thought it was for women. It was, because it was bloody hard, <laughs> you know. It is hard, yeah. It was, it was a case of, I'm going to stick to weights because weights is easier mm. than doing that, you know. And it's, it's only when, um, I started practicing a couple of years ago that I, you know, I realized what yoga actually is, you know. It's not hard. It's, um, it's hard if you resist it or it's, it's hard if you try and do what you're not capable of. You're looking at other people and what they're doing and you try and do that instead of focusing on yourself. Like yoga is, um, an inward journey. Like the word yoga derives from the Sanskrit word yuj, which means, you know, union. It's like the union of your individual self and your universal self. Mm -hmm. And it's an inward journey. So I feel like, when I was on my yoga mat, I went through like depression and PTSD like a few years back mm -hmm. and, and yoga along with writing my first book is, is, is what brought me out of that, you know, because I, you know, it, it was an inward journey. I had to look into myself and, and, and really like reflect and really deal with what was going on mm -hmm. inside rather than, you know, being external being extrovert and always like, oh, high energy like everything's okay I'll, yeah. I'll get by and which is often a, a distraction mm -hmm. from from what's actually going on inside yeah and a bit of a shell to hide ex exactly yeah. and and that's why i i promote that in my training as well because mm -hmm. i've seen the 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 benefits myself mm -hmm. and i i want just like plant-based nutrition i i want everyone to to experience that, you know, mm. try it. I want you to feel as great as I feel. Yeah. So just uh, try, you know, just try it. Uh, Excellent. Well, powerful stuff. Mm. Um, well, Edric, 
thank you so much for this conversation. It's been great. It's been really enlightening speaking to you and um, learning about the best ways to live a, a plant-based life and, and hearing your story as well. It's been fascinating. Um, please go and check out uh, Edric's book, The Fit Vegan. Uh, it is fantastic. Um, it gives you everything you need to know about um, plant-based nutrition, um, the reasons why Edric went on this journey, um, which is really, really fascinating. Um, and a lot about Edric's experience as uh, a firefighter as well, which is also amazing and, and really, really interesting. So thank you so much, Edric. Thank you, Tom. Thanks um, for having me. It's been a pleasure. My pleasure. Yeah. Thank you.